Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and discuss Star Trek III, The Search for Spock, one minute at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, David Stoker. And that would make me your other co-host, Chris LaSalle. Hey, Chris. Dave. It's Star Trek Minute. It is Star Trek Minute. It's pretty exciting, right? It is. You wanted to say... Wrath of Khan Minute. I did. I wanted to say welcome back to the Wrath of Khan Minute, but it is not a it's not a welcome back. It's this episode is a welcome to because this is our pilot episode, which is probably the wrong word. This is our maiden voyage as Star Trek Minute. Oh nice. I see what you did there. Yes. So um so today as we're getting underway on our voyage, um we're gonna take a look at the trailer for Search for Spock, which I don't know about you, but I feel like I, I didn't want to see this trailer. You did not want to see it? Yeah, I feel like if I saw this in the movie, which I probably did, I did not want to see this trailer. Why not? Do you mean you didn't want to see the movie because of the trailer? No, I feel like this trailer gives away too much information. Oh, okay. Yeah, I will totally agree with you there on, um, I guess, one point. Um, there's things in this that I think are cool and, you know, uh, but there's just, yeah, that's at one, one point, you know, in probably about, mm, I'd say just about a minute in probably about 50 seconds in, you just, you, you shot your, <laughs> you know, and I just feel like that if I, I don't remember seeing this in the theater. So I feel like if I saw this in the theater, I would be disappointed again, taken out of context. Sure. I I remember – well, I will say that uh, I don't remember the trailer because <clears throat> I was convinced, you know, before we started doing our research for this thing, I'm like, oh, no, no, they don't show. They don't show that moment in the trailer. That would be ridiculous. Right. And uh, there's no way they did that. And sure enough, there it is at the end of the trailer. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, we're talking about the Enterprise. And uh, allegedly, the Enterprise <clears throat> um, suffering some heavy damage. Yeah, some heavy damage. And my well, my question is: Are we supposed? Why did they do this? Why, I mean, we're jumping all the way to the end of the trailer, but why not? <laughs> why a, did they do that? It's, is it supposed to be a fake out? Are, they, are we supposed to be the audience? Be like, oh no, that's that's and, that that didn't happen. And I feel like I could go back to younger. I mean, I even look at today's trailer. Like even watching. I mean, we're just coming off watching uh, the Last Jedi. You know, and, you know, the monumental, you know, the new Star Wars movie that's coming out. And, you know, you look at that trailer and, you, and you're like, and you, and you think about, like, all the stuff that's probably taking out of context with that. And things are just not going to be the same. Sure. And I feel like younger me would probably be, like, looking at this trailer and being like, wow, there's some really cool stuff in it. That doesn't happen. That did, You know, it's it's a dream sequence. Or, it, you know, this is totally, you know, it's another Kobayashi Maru. They're doing another Kobayashi Maru. Like, I feel like oh, younger, right, me, right. younger me would have said those things to justify what I'm seeing on screen. Because, you know, just like, and I'm going to, you know, 
just because it's fresh in my mind with The Last Jedi, you know, there's no way that Luke is going to end the Jedi. You know, there's no way that he's going to do that. There's what? Yeah. I don't know. So. It's a fake out. It's a, well, if we know, learn anything now from like the Rogue One movie trailers, you know, everything we saw in the Last Jedi trailer won't even be in the film. Yeah, that's that's possible. <laughs> I rebel. So, I yeah. Um. So yeah, well, I do like your I do like your uh, your your thoughts there, your uh, hypotheticals that it could be another Kobayashi Maru or a dream sequence. I didn't even think about that. Um, all I all I can picture is you know twelve year old, thirteen year old me going, no way, no way. No way. Um, but I was trying to remember like when this trailer would have come out, right? The film came out in June yeah, of 84. Yeah, June of 84, yeah. So um, would it have run, you know, Christmas time or something? It must have been, you know. That's what I'm thinking, definitely. And I, I bet you it probably started, you know, tidbits probably started appearing the year before in Starlog. I'm going to guess. Uh, yeah. You know, you know, yeah. you know, stuff about the movie being under production and who's going to be in it and who's coming back and you know all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. So that's the big, the big reveal in this one is, or what appears to be the big, the big deal. Right. Um, but then they also, I mean, they go all in, right? Because the the narrator is like, you know, join us on the final voyage of the Starship Enterprise. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. And like, oh, you're you're killing me. I know. Let's back up. Let's back up because I do have a question on related to the whole trailer. I know we jumped to the end. Okay. Um, so, you know, I think it starts with a with a shot of of uh, Scotty and Kirk and McCoy all looking up at we don't know what. Yep. Um, and uh, it could be could be anything, right? Um, and we get this. I don't know. I I love I love the narration in these in these trailers. Yes. Do we say old days? Is it back in the old days that we're? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but we got the all that they love, all that they fought for, all that they've stood for. Like, all right. Um, but you get this, you know, cheesy narration going on, and then uh, you cut away to the Enterprise cruising around in front of. Yeah. We don't know what at this point, right? Well, I think we know it's a uh, some sort of space station. I mean, it looks like a space station. I mean, that looks like they're hovering over Earth and some big, massive structure. And then, to me, this shot is super fake out because I feel like, oh, these are just a couple of, you know, they're just rotating around the, you know, the station or wherever they are. You know, they're, 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 you know, leaving dock or whatever. So I feel like, um, you know, and then you get another shot probably you know, not more than two seconds away, you get another shot of a different ship. It's not the Enterprise. And the only thing we see is the prefix. We see the NX, uh, you know, 2000, but we don't yes. see a name on it. And we're like, wow. And I can, again, I'm going to go back to younger me and say, if I saw this, I would have been like, oh my God, it's another ship. And it's so cool. <laughs> I've never been excited about the other ships. And I I think we've talked about that before. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I love the Reliant. That was probably the only, you know, I think it's the only other Star Trek vessel I've ever gotten excited about. And so even seeing this one, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a, it looks like the Enterprise with like a you know, big fat belly. I don't know. Well, I think they all have that. They have that, sim- they're all saucer shaped. I mean, even the Reliant, which again, I think we both agree is a fantastic looking ship, is, um, you know, it's just like an upside down Enterprise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this one, I'm like, oh, okay, neat, big ship, but... Not wowing me yet. 
Oh, I kind of like it. Um, um, I, this one shot—it's right after the um, you know the two ships are sort of going around. It almost looks like uh, that's Commander Terrell. Yeah, from, when they're from, being. It's like yeah. the two lines, and it looks like they're on the torpedo bay. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, and I've watched this trailer a bunch. I do not remember this scene in the movie. So I am. You know, you brought it up a little earlier about things not appearing in the movie. I'm going to be on the lookout for this uh, shot because I do not remember this at all. Okay. Well, the layout, too, is very, I mean, it, it obviously the continuity, right? It's go at Rathacon to search for Spock. It, they're, they're, they happen right on top of each other. But this, you know, looking at this, you, you could almost be like, oh, is this like a flashback? You know? That's what I'm, that's what I'm wondering. Right. Um. So actually, you just brought up something that's probably worth. Uh, do you want to share that? So going into search for Spock, doing into Men into the Time, I I watched the film. Yeah, right. As, as part of my research for it, I watched it again. And um, uh, but uh, have you? No, I'm once again I'm planning on not watching it until we get through the movie. So my my goal is. Once again, like I did through Wrath of Khan, is to watch it one minute at a time and then take it in at the end and watch the, the whole thing. Okay. All right. So, again, two perspectives. You've watched it. I haven't. So. Yep. Um, how many times would you say you've seen this one relative to Wrath of Khan? <sighs> Not as many. I definitely know that. So, I'm going to be honest and say that this is not one of my favorites. I think we've we've ranked them before, and I yeah. think I think my for me the evens have always been, I've always enjoyed more, so I've always gone two, four, six, right. and I and I'm, and I'm you know as much as I love Wrath of Khan for everything it is, there's something about four that I just absolutely love, absolutely love. Okay, yeah. So my order just again two, four, six, and then I think it's you know I think Search for Spock comes next, and then motion picture. However, a lot of the discussions on the boards and people showing the love to the um, the motion picture, you know, I, I'm, I flip-flop between this one and that one. Maybe they're in a, a virtual tie for, you know, that, that, that spot. And then I think five is just a distant, you know. You, 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 say, you say three and one are yes. neck and neck. Yeah. They're so different, though. So They like, are. They- they the are t- even like the types of films. You know, they're, they they're, are. I agree. Yeah. Um, well, that's really interesting. Well, because I, I, I mean, we've gone on record about our various complaints about the motion picture. I still think it's a gorgeous-looking cinematography. You know, film. The you know, cinematic yeah. film. I think it's just. I, I think it's a beautiful film, and I think this has elements in it of. Not necessarily that they're beautiful, I just that they're exciting, and you know I, that's why I think I weigh them this one and that one sort of the same, even though they are completely different films. Okay, well, very cool. I I get more and more. I haven't watched the motion picture since before we started this project of ours, um, but I definitely get more and more excited to watch yeah. it again. Oh yeah, definitely, and, yeah. and and potentially talk about it on this show minute by minute. Um, so, uh, we shall see. All right. So getting back to the trailer. So we get this shot of the, the, the NX 2000, right? Yep. And then we cut to uh, a shot of Scotty 
and Kirk and McCoy. They look like they're, it looks like they're on the bridge yep. of the Enterprise, yep. looking looking very concerned. Yep. Scotty's got the bug eye, so like, ooh, what could this be? Um, and they're, but and we noticed they're not in uniform. Yes, they. <laughs> That was one of my notes too. Is like, oh, it's uh, it's the casual wear movie. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's in their in their uh, casual wear, and I think, uh, you know, based on McCoy's casual wear from Wrath. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sure we're in for some treats. Um, uh, this next shot is actually one of my favorites from the film. It's the uh, the scene where the Enterprise is uh, looks like it's 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 pulling in somewhere yeah and uh you get this whole crowd uh, i always assumed it's a cafeteria i don't know what it is a lounge or something but you know the whole group of people just watching it pass by i'm like what a fantastic shot whoever thought of it like you know let's have all these windows sitting out looking into um all the space dock right yeah and uh uh, so uh, that's a that's a great like to put this in the trailer is kind of like oh my god what am i seeing like this i've never seen anything like this before yeah it's it's uh, very exciting. Yeah, there's a couple of shots in here that are like, you know, that we've never seen. And I think, you know, the next one coming up is we're seeing the Enterprise going backwards. <laughs> like, I don't think we've ever seen the, the Enterprise going backwards. Yeah, and inside something. It's yes. inside, right? Uh, which, which is also crazy. So then we see Kirk coming out and Sulu asking, what's the word? And the word is no, but I'm going anyway. Where are they going? <laughs> now, this is, I'm assuming this got a laugh yeah. in the in theater, right? It's a great line. It's, um, it's probably the, you know, we've talked about the humor in the Star Trek films. Yep. They get more and more, more and more, more and more overt with the humor. They're saying these things for a laugh. Yep. Um, and I think this is for me, one of the last ones that works, <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. So the the next line, the the voice off screen saying, "If you do this, you'll never sit in the captain's chair again." Yep. I remember that. I I I just I distinctly remember that being like, "Oh my God, what's he doing? That he's never going to sit in the captain's chair again." Right. I remember that being like a grab for me, like you know whatever's going on in this film, that was a grab, and like, oh yeah, I need to know what they're up to. Right. No, that's great. And I, you know, we see the obligatory front. Enterprise shot and the lights go on, but we still do know. But it's still damaged. Yeah. So this must take place. So we're assuming that this takes place, and I'm sure we'll go through the you know the star dates. But this takes place pretty much right after Ratha Khan. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You cut to the interior, and you can see that the, the Scotty McCoy, Sulu, and Kirk are on the bridge. Yep. Um, and. No one else, and there's no lights on. And, and I, like, okay, and I do like that shot. Like for me, this is one of the best shots of the trailer because you didn't see them; they're all in dark, and then you know the lights sort of come up, and it's yeah, it's just the four of them, and you're like, okay, what? Or actually, you know, you see the five of them because Chekhov is over at over at his station, but he's still in shadow. Oh right. Um, but I, I just feel like that's a great, great shot, and it just sort of makes me think of where they're going, like what they're doing, and. The you know the line of you know I'm gonna go anyway and you'll never sit in this captain you know you'll never sit the captain's chair again so it all sort of I think at this point in the trailer you're sort of like okay I think I got a good idea of what's going on here yeah you think you know what they're up to yeah um, 
the the I I, I chuckled at this because I uh, we definitely talked about it. The, the next shot is Kirk uh, with his leather coat on with a big popped collar. Yeah, and uh, it made me to- I totally. We talked we talked about this in Wrath of Khan in the trailer for Wrath of Khan. That great hero shot of him on the regular space station and the doors open and he's yep. you know, right there in the camera and he's got the, yeah he's got the big collar right on his it, I, he doesn't have a popped collar does he on those jackets oh yeah oh but he does oh it did okay oh, so he it's loves like, the, he loves the popped collar <laughs> it was the 80s yep uh, so we do get that again which i i appreciated i i uh, i i applauded that um and then you get and then if you didn't know right you didn't know what was going on we do get someone off camera saying someone is stealing the enterprise. Yep. Uh, yeah. By this is, point, yeah, we know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And that is a great, like what? Someone's stealing the enterprise. And you get these awesome shots of the enterprise backing out yep. of that giant structure. Um, that's a pretty cool plot idea. And then you get the hero shot of Kirk again, warp speed. Yes. He's back. The, uh, the warp speed shot, so you get the Enterprise just passing by. I couldn't quite tell. I didn't do my homework, but the the sound effects in these trailers are are bad. Don't feel like they're the, they're, yeah, they're not they're not the final sound effects, right? Because they're pretty cheeseball. Yeah, I don't remember, but I just was. I remember, you know, as we scrub back and forth, and and you know, as we're watching these, I just remember this part of the trailer being like, Eugh. I hope that's not yeah. in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the, the visual effect is fine, but uh, yeah, the sound is like bah. Yeah, and it was a nice transition too. They cut away to the uh, the Klingon bird of prey. Yep, decloaking. Uh, that's pretty awesome, right? That's that's a great shot. Um, so uh, this is one of the things I'm looking forward to talking about. Search for Spock is there's going to be a lot of Klingon talk. Right. This is this is the movie that kind of sets the uh, set the tone, I guess, or really, really set who Klingons were, right? And what they look like, and what their ships look like, and what yep. they wore. All those things. I mean, we had we see them. You saw them briefly, I guess, in the motion picture. Yep, you see them briefly in the motion picture, and then they sort of they 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 get zapped by uh, V'ger real quick, and then. The only thing we see in Ratha Khan is the Kobayashi Maru, and then again, that's reused footage from right. motion picture. So we and we really don't get a good idea of who they are. I think in either of the either of those films, I think this gives us our first glimpse into movie Klingons. Right. Like these aren't TV show Klingons; these are movie Klingons. Right. And that, but then became the TV show. Klingons, right. Yeah. Right. Definitely. This is, this is, is this changed the course of Klingons. Um, and, uh, so at the very least, if, you know, even though it's an odd number, Star Trek film, it does, it does a lot of milestones in this thing. Yep. Um, so, so I'm looking forward to, to talking about Klingons and talking about all the things, how Klingons have evolved. Um, you know, what all their ships are like, um, I mean, this you know, especially this one, the Bird of Prey, is not actually a Klingon ship we've seen before. Yep. Um, so that's uh, that's going to be cool. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to all that stuff. And uh, yeah, as we move into, we see we see Sulu, and we see the Bird of Prey come swooping in, and then we see Chekhov not able to uh, raise the shields, 
and saying his screen saying this station under computer control. Oh, good eye. Um, I think it would be more fun if Sulu banged on the station yeah. and said, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little call back to Joaquin. Yep. Raise them. I can't. Uh, yeah, so they, they do a nice job building up to, oh, my God, what's happening here? Um, so then we get our first shot of Commander Krug. Yep. And we see uh, our friends at uh, Back to the Future Minute uh, would be able to tell us who that is. Who is it? It's Christopher Lloyd. It's not John Larroquette? It's not John Larroquette. It's Christopher Lloyd. 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> Again, with the long hair, too. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, that's, I'm also gonna, I'm also excited Klingon stuff. I yep. I now know I now know my first Klingon word. You know, I am bad Trekkie. I don't know yep. Klingon, but I now know the Klingon word for fire. It's Bach, <laughs> and that's what he's yelling out here. Yep. So I'm already I'm already we haven't even started the film, and I've already got my first piece of Klingon down. So yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna see how much Klingon I can learn between now and the end of the film. And I will say that I am excited to see, um, you know, again, I've seen the movie a bunch of times, but I'm, I, I'm looking to revisit this with, you know, Christopher Lloyd in this role just to see how he can, how he pulls it off. Are you, are you, uh, remembering that he did it well or did it poorly? I seem to remember that he was, he was good, but I want to, you know, obviously I'm older and I'm looking at it at a different at the movie with a different eye. So I want to see really how well he, he pulls it off. Okay. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to be disappointed if I watch it and I feel like all I see is doc Brown. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I could see how you would go in and expect that. <laughs> but at this point, is this a like, back to the future came out in the same, did it come out in 84 or 85? I'm not sure. Scott and Nick are shaking their heads at us right now. Yeah. Um, um, came out in 85. 85. Okay, so this is before. Yes. This, this came out before. Okay. Right. Um, so we didn't know. Yeah, we Doc didn't know Brown. back then, but we know now. And so, of course, you know, you see, like, I think you see anyone in their iconic role, and then they take something else, and sometimes you only see that person. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. That'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> is it Doc Brown or not? Uh so Commander Krug yells, fire, Bach, Bach. Uh, I'm going to enjoy this. I, I know I am. <laughs> uh, we, get a, we get a shot of the bird of prey just firing right into the camera. It's awesome. Great it's shot. Swoops by. Again, sound effects. I don't know if those are final. Um, I, I know not. the uh, – <laughs> I know the Wrath of Khan, all the all – the, all the, uh, phaser fire and Wrath of Khan trailer was lifted right out of Star Wars. It yes. was all Star Wars blaster fire. Yep. So, uh, but I couldn't place this one. Um, almost sounds like lightning to me. But, um, and then you see the Enterprise on fire, on fire, and like not just like like you get a good shot of like the the bridge looks like it's gone and the dish is aflame. Like it what is. is going on? It's yeah, it's a uh, but um, so before you, you know, I start to panic, you know, and, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, uh, we at least get a shot of Kirk, you know. But it's a great shot of McCoy in that haze of smoke and then that light cone that's over him. Yes. Really, really great shot. It is. I totally agree. It definitely um, uh, 
is it foreshadowing if it's in a trailer? I guess it all would be, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, just foreshadowing uh, McCoy and his, you know, his journey through this film. Yes. Um, uh, there's so many times you see him like that in yep. the film. Um, and it's kind of fun to get a, get a hint of it or a, even though we, you know, you wouldn't necessarily know it by looking, it's like, oh yeah, that's another him in shadows. And then sadly, we see what we were talking about to open the this um, this episode and the Enterprise streaking through space haphazardly with half of its saucer missing, burning, crap, you know, just careening out of control. Yeah, yeah, um, it's a total fake out. <laughs> There's no way they would destroy the Enterprise. Come on. Better be a fake out. It's a total fake out. Um, so, yeah, impressive shot, I will say. Yeah. Amazing, amazing special effects works. You know, you think about um, all the different ways you can blow things up. <laughs> you know, um, and they didn't, like in Star Wars, they didn't, you know, they blew up the Death Star and it just right. incinerated, right? Yep. Um, uh, which would be more fun, you think, if they actually blew it up and there was just chunks of stuff going everywhere, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and so, you know, blowing up an enterprise, blowing up the well, Reliant went up in a you know an explosion, pew, gone. Um, but we did get to see the Reliant when you know it lost one of his nacelles. It just went pew, yep. flying off, and chunks of it went flying out. Uh, I love that creativity, and I love the you know there's some thought there. It's not just a oh let's just blow it up, you know, a can of gasoline and right, yeah. <laughs> blow up the model. This is kind of like well, okay, we got to figure out what is a partially this you know what's the remains of the Enterprise look like after a huge explosion like that. This is, it just looks cool um but i'm gonna save my gushing for for later for when we hit that minute yeah so then you get the uh the obligatory superman awful <laughs> superman titles the star yeah. trek 3 swoops in and search for spock swoops in um i kind of like it i like the i like the, the sound it makes when it swoops in i like the effect um it works for me do you do you like it or are you just too superman -y. I don't like the swoop in. I like the, you know, the streaking letters a little bit. Part of me likes the logo, you know, the title card. I Part of me doesn't. I, I don't know. Do they have to ruin it by putting the big registered trademark after the word starts? I know. That's, <laughs> Is that come necessary? on. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does kind of take away for a little bit. We'll funny say, if it, said, it said that on the side of the Enterprise, if it had a little trademark symbol next mm -hmm. to the word Enterprise on the side of it. You know, uh, obviously looking at some of the um, the posters that are out there for, you know, Search for Spock, and I know I'm sort mm -hmm. of, you know, moving on from the trailer a little bit. But one thing, well, that, over. one thing that I notice is that the logo for the posters doesn't look like this. Oh really? Yeah. Well, definitely, the, definitely the orange and blue streaks or whatever that that doesn't carry forward anywhere. No, that's not anywhere because it's basically. Um, I'm looking at the the what it looks like the movie poster. It's um, you know it's white Star Trek three and blue light blue the search for Spock. And my favorite poster for this is the one with um, you know it's join the search and it's the big uh, you know sort of almost Superman crystalline. Spock head, and then it just yeah. says, you know, search for Spock, Star Trek Three, search for Spock, and that has sort of that same logo that the other poster has. But I, 
by far my favorite imagery. It just conjures up all kinds of like, oh my god, this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> so you're seeing the one, the one with the the, the, the crystal yeah. imagery of Spock's face. That yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. The other one is like, um, you know, you see the Enterprise and the Bird of Prey. They're they're you know phasers are firing, and then you see sort of Leonard Nimoy's head and sort of the the rays shooting out of his head, and then you see looks like a painting of Kirk and McCoy and. Uh, what appears to be Savick and you know a couple of the other members of the crew on what it looks like an ice planet, but I, we know that's not you know Ooh, an ice planet. Looks kind of funky. The Star Wars? What are you talking about? It's not Star Wars. I will say I'm ex- uh, I'm very excited for this. I'm I'm really excited for this. Yeah, I completely agree, and I think it's it just going back to your the poster and and having Spock's face on the poster when you compare the poster to the experience of the trailer yeah um the trailer seems to be telling me that the movie is about kirk stealing the enterprise yeah and having a confrontation with klingons right (laughs) there's no there's no even hint of uh stealing the enterprise because you know we want to go get spock right until you get to the very end until you see the, the the title card say star trek 3 the search for spock yeah, right, right. It's just uh like why are uh, they stealing the enterprise? Why are they? You know, you don't really get a yeah, you don't get a idea of what's going on. Right. You could have I could have easily expected this to be called Star Trek 3: The Final Voyage. Yeah. Right? Just sure. based on what we saw. Um Star Trek 3: The Heist. Heist. Um so yeah, I I uh I mean, as a trailer, as trailers go, uh it's you know, it's pretty typical for stuff in the eighties. Um, I was, I, I was doing some research, you know, for this, like when did trailers get good? <laughs> do you, do you have any memory? I was, I was kind of racking my brains for when, uh, you know, when were trailers like, Oh my God, that was amazing. You know, is it, Yeah, I, I don't remember really. Um, the, the only, the one that keeps popping into my head is way too, too recent. It was the, the, I think the final trailer for Suicide Squad that they, you know, they have Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody as the soundtrack for that trailer. Yeah. Um, that one blew my mind. Like I'm, like, I'm like, oh my God, I have to see this movie right now. It was, it was, I got so pumped for it. And I think it was because, you know, because of the the soundtrack essentially. Right. right. Um, but you know, going working my way backwards, you know, I was trying to. If, I'm like, okay, you know, is it is it the '90s that trailers got better? They stopped narrating them, and you know, they just put some energy into them. You know, it's like an art form now. Well, yeah, it's it's almost like uh, now it's it's an event. It's like a tr- you know, it's like when is the when's the teaser going to come out, and then when's the trailer? And you know, I just remember like when Thor came out. And like just everyone going the you know Twitter going bananas like Thor like you got to watch the Thor watch Thor Thor and then you know Last Jedi comes out it's like oh you got to watch Last Jedi Last Jedi Last Jedi I mean it's just like it's almost like trailers are now an event like who can who can do the best trailer yeah well I was going to bring that one up too the, the new Thor Thor Ragnarok yeah uh, that one again uh, granted it's got a soundtrack for, for Led Zeppelin but blew my mind the the between the imagery and the soundtrack it was like i I have to see this right away exactly (laughs) no i they're they've done a great job and unfortunately you know suicide squad was not did not live up to you know the trailer um i would you know hope thor is going to (laughs) be it's going to live up the trailer but i know you know the uh 
but I am cautiously optimistic. As um, am I. Yeah. That does make me think if you, that if we ever get sick of talking about Star Trek, we could start another podcast and call it The Trailer Was Better. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> so You've heard it here first, folks. Hold us to it. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, Dave, that's all the notes I had for yeah. Star Trek Three: Search for Spock trailer. So, uh, yeah. So, I guess. So you ready? Yeah. So, we're ready to, you know, we're going to be jumping into this. And, you know, hopefully we're going to start posting some more stuff in the Listeners Federation. And, um, you know, hopefully pretty soon you'll see some new uh, minutes up there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We've got some uh, some good guests uh, lined up, and uh, uh, I'm excited to uh, get behind the microphone again. So, uh, so yeah, folks. As always, you can uh, you can check us out. Look for us on social media at StarTrekMinute.com. We're on Twitter as Star Trek Minute, and uh, Dave mentioned you can check us out on the Star Trek Minute Listener Federation on Facebook. Uh, join up and and uh, start telling us, start sharing with us your favorite moments. Of Search for Spock, uh, I know some of you. Search for Spock is your favorite. Yep. Of the Star Trek films, so that's a uh, uh, that's pretty cool. So if you want to share uh, why and what your favorite parts are, uh, we'd love to hear it. And uh, we will see you guys soon here on the Star Trek Minute. Spock. <laughs>